is up rpg fans welcome to episode 46 of the switch rpg podcast i am your host geo also known as the nerd basement how is everyone doing out there i am still recovering from pax um it's been a couple of weeks since our last podcast i got sick maybe i don't know two or three days after i got home from from pax and i'm still kind of recovering but I had a fantastic time, but more on that in a little bit. If this is your first time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the show for SwitchRPG.com that brings you exciting news, upcoming game releases, and everything happening in the world of RPGs on the Nintendo Switch. This week, again, we have some packs, kind of reviews, I guess, uh, some RPG movies, and more. Uh, so yeah, just some quick housekeeping. Make sure you, if you enjoy this podcast, take the time, give us a rating or review on whatever you're listening on. Helps us a ton. I know we kind of hit you home at this, but but please, it just takes two seconds. Doesn't take you very long at all. Um, also, one second, actually. Also, if you would like to join in the conversation, be part of the Discord community uh, ser- uh, server by visiting discord.switchrpg.com. We have a great community there. Uh, we also have a uh, podcast channel, which very seldom gets used, honestly. It's mostly me, uh, but you can leave your listener questions there at any point in time. Uh, but we do have a great community there, always discussing Nintendo Switch RPGs, actually any RPGs for that matter, we're a fan of all of them, um, as well as other things. We discuss sports, we discuss, um, when I say sports, it's mostly New England Patriot hating, but that's okay. Uh, but yeah, we discuss many things, like I said, sports, uh, movie, TV, all that stuff. Uh, lastly, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch our Let's Plays, game reviews, and uh, game previews, all, or sorts, all sorts of things. Uh, so yes, that's it for housekeeping. So yes, going to PAX. Uh, again, that was a couple of weeks ago, so we're a little you know out of date on that, but whatever. There were um, a few interviews I did. There You can find them all on YouTube. I believe you can find them all on your podcast listening services as well. Uh, one of the uh, standout games uh, that I did there, uh, for me anyways, was Mistover. Now, if you've missed... If you missed this game, be sure to check it out. Uh, it was, I've had it on my radar for a little bit. It was really, it was much better to play it. It really was kind of a cool game. It very much reminds me of Darkest Dungeon aesthetically. It does not play like Darkest Dungeon at all. Again, aesthetically, it looks like Darkest Dungeon, but it doesn't really play it plays more like a strategy game with permadeath. Um, the way that the they were uh, describing it to me is you there are battles, there's kind of turn-based battles, but you really, really don't want to get into them. You don't want to get into these battles because, again, like I said, it is permadeath, and these battles can wipe you out. And then if you've fallen in love with a character, 
it is gone. Gone forever. Uh, so, yes, missed over. And it actually won some awards, I believe, at PAX. I think I want to say, like, best indie game or something to that effect. It did win some things. Uh, kudos to them. They're doing a fantastic job. And I believe that game is coming out summer 2019. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but I think that's what it is. You can check out the interview. Again, it's on, it's on YouTube. Um, also, I want to shout out to my uh, my brother-in-law who helped me with the video bang up job. Man, he was he was putting these videos out like it was nobody's business. He was just like it took him seconds where it would have taken me I don't know a week or whatever. Uh, but anyways, thank you to him, Mike. Um, couldn't have done it without him. Um, but yes, missed over was awesome. Now, what else did we do? We again, like I said, we did about six of them. Uh, I interviewed the developer Dylan from one rat games with Elden. I know that a lot of people in the discord community kind of are, are looking forward to that game. Very interesting game. Be sure to check that out. I'm not going to say too much about it because, because it's still kind of in development as well. Um, so yes, check that game out. Elden path of the forgotten. I don't have them in front of me, unfortunately. Um, so yes, check that out. Now I really, really, wanted to get a little bit more information about Pillars of Eternity from the Versus Evil folks. Now, for some reason, this game seems like it's been delayed, delayed, delayed. I don't know. It just seems to get forgotten, lost. I know that the, uh, is it the publisher or the developer recently got purchased by Xbox? So I don't know if that's, gotten in the mix or anything but we had that sort of issue but they did confirm that the game is indeed coming out which is really what i wanted ultimately i would have loved the release date but i really wanted to know you know is this game coming out because pillars of eternity Deadfire, if you're into say divinity original sin if you're into the those sort of strategy games you will absolutely love pillars of eternity now also, with Pillars of Eternity, it is voice acted by the folks who do Critical Role. You don't want to miss it. They are an all-star cast, without a doubt. Again, like I said, I'm, <clears throat> I'm still getting over my sickness, uh, the PAX Plague. All right, so those are three. Now, one that really kind of hit off. I was really kind of surprised about this game. Uh, Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. Now, a lot of people, I didn't, I wasn't able to schedule anything with them, but I kind of just went up to him, talked to him, asked if he wanted to do an interview. He, he was kind of nervous, I'll tell you that, and you can see that right off the bat from the the video if you watch it. Now, um, Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition, a lot of people wanted to know when the time frame was coming out. Um, I guess we kind of nailed that down to a little window anyways, Uh it's summer 2019 possibly pushed if they come up with any uh, issues um but yes it was they do have some quality of life improvements on the game uh, there are also new characters added and you know it played like Baldur's Gate you know it really wasn't for me it brought back a lot of memories playing that game i'm not a fan of crpgs now i appreciate them for what they are but again just not my thing but yeah, it was nice, nice seeing it there. There were actually, it was quite a crowd there. It was really, it was really nice to see. Um, uh, 
Another game I did now, I really would love for these guys to push this game to, to the Switch. Game called Young Souls. Now, the artwork that looks like hand-drawn artwork, it looks really, really cool. Now, I'm not going to say it looks like, like Cuphead hand-drawn. It's not quite that hand-drawn. But it is, excuse me, it is, it is interesting. I don't even know, why am I, I'm wearing a headset, guys. I don't even know why. Anyways, headset's coming off. Let's get crazy here. So yeah, Young Souls reminds me of River City Ransom. Uh, I know, I know Ben, Meatball Sub, in uh, the in Switch RPG. He, he likes that game. I, I don't know why, uh, but Young, Young Souls looks really, really cool. It, it, it looks like a better version of River City Ransom, a version that I would probably play. So be sure to check that out. Now, th what they mentioned to me, I think this might have been off off camera, and I'm going to say it anyways. They did mention, you know, and I think this goes to say with a lot of a lot of games that are, you know, coming out on on PC or Steam release first. They want to see how the game does there and then if the game does well, they'll start porting over to consoles. But games like like Young Souls for example would do extremely well in in the Switch community. I mean, we we blast you guys with this all the time. Just taking that game on the go is just kind of it's just kind of perfect. You know, you can in in the suspend mode is just for old people like me, that suspend mode is a godsend because I have two kids. I could be playing if they let me play. I could be playing, and for some reason, I just gotta stop the action. And you know, whenever I get back to it, I'll get back to it. I'm I'm right there where where it started, and it's tough to do that on the console. It is possible, I guess. In a sense, you could pause it if there's a pause allowed. I guess. Uh, but it is nothing like what the Switch does. So, those were the interviews I did. Now, we do have a listener question. I'll just kind of, because I'm discussing packs right now, I'm just going to go out and, and just kind of talk about this anyways. Um, the listener question is, let me um, let me get this here, pulled up here. It is by Ransom. Again, on the Discord channel, you can submit your questions on the Discord channel. You could tweet at me at the Nerd Basement or the Switch RPG channel. Um, you can tweet at us uh, at Switch RPG. Uh, but Ransom says, "What game surprised you the most in a good way at PAX?" Now, here's I have been to PAX um, a few times. I feel like this year was a little bit of a letdown. Uh, now. For indie games, PAX is always jamming. I mean, if you really want to go to PAX and you want to play games, spend the time in the indie area because you'll be able to get to play. You'll be able to talk to the people that made the game. They're very passionate about the game, whatever game that is. And it's it's a really cool interaction you, you that you get. You don't really get that with the bigger games, although with Divinity Original Sin that was there with the Fallen Heroes... Um, game, I was able to talk to the developers there. They were actually there. They're always they're always there, and they're always really approachable, which is really kind of cool with, with them. Now, again, uh, going back, the Paxis here just seems small. The tabletop area is encroaching. the The tabletop RPG area is encroaching the game 
gaming area. So you, I'm starting to see that kind of take off, gaining popularity anyways. Um, also, what was really big this year, I felt like it was really, is VR. VR was, was everywhere. Oculus was there. Um, they had dedicated area, like a big area for VR. VR isn't for me. I get really kind of motion sickness when I'm playing VR, but that was like, that was, they, they definitely had a presence there. VR. Uh, is it the future? I hope not because <laughs> as I'm watching these people play, man, they just look really silly to me. And <laughs> I, I just, I just can't get around the fact that you need so much room. It is so expensive to get started playing VR, whether you're, you're playing, you know, attached to your PlayStation or if you have like some super PC that can handle it, it's just it's just an expensive startup. And it's just budget wise, uh, <laughs> health wise, it's just not it's just not for me. But anyways, so tabletop is is really encroaching. VR was was just plastered everywhere. Now, for games that surprised me, Divinity, you know, I, I absolutely love the game. It didn't really surprise me. It's essentially the same game. Um, just with a different story in a different location, whatever. Um, so again, it didn't really surprise me there, but bless unleashed was probably my biggest surprise. Now this is an Xbox exclusive. Um, I actually didn't get to play it, but watching people play it, it is an online MMO for Xbox. The, the demo there was single player only. They didn't kind of, they didn't really show the MMO part of it. But man, the the animations for spellcasters for warriors they felt weighted. They felt heavy. They felt like they were like in like it was really. It's I guess that's the only way to describe it. It felt heavy. It felt like they were really doing the spells or really doing the attack. It it, it felt real. So and just the like I said, the animations, the the actual the lighting effects in in the spells, the lighting effects in general, the lighting, it was just like real, looked really good. Now it's in packs. So I wasn't really, wasn't really able to hear much of it. Um, I really would have loved to have heard some of that. Uh, but the lighting, the lighting effects, the, the, the way the animations were, it looked phenomenal. And, and I've since looked at videos about it and it looks like something I'm probably going to get into. Um, and it's about time because Xbox needs something. They need they need their they need an exclusive to kind of push push them, and they're kind of doing that. They're they're preparing for this late gen and their next gen, but this is something that they kind of kind of really need. Uh, so Bless Unleashed was really my standout game. Now there was a ton, there were tons of games, obviously. Uh, but the uh, Final Fantasy X and X2, which is actually coming out, maybe by the time you listen to this episode, it, it may already be out. But X2, and X and X2, as well as 12, I was able to play. Now, Final Fantasy 12, that's actually the one I was able to play. It it looks really good. I don't know if it was their, their monitors. I don't know. Um but it was it felt it felt good it felt responsive I, I feel like when I played the P 
PS2 version. Now I'm kind of dating myself on that game. Um, but it felt very different. It felt like a modern game. And I think a lot of people, when, when they, when they see this, it's gonna feel it. It's gonna feel like a modern game, and I think twelve is probably the most approachable uh, in terms of. Uh, well, maybe not approachable in terms of combat because the combat's actually kind of complicated when you when you look at it in terms of party management. Um, because you could really get crazy with party management in twelve, uh, but it visually it it probably relates closest to what you're seeing now, I think, because it looked really, really cool. Um, so, but I mean, as I was playing 12, I'm overlooking at the dude right next to me and he's playing X and X2 and I'm just getting flashbacks of what that looked like. And it looked better. It really, really looked better. Um, so I think that is going to be something people are really, really going to enjoy. The Final Fantasies of... Um, X2, XX2 as well as 12. Um, I was able to play Castle Crashers. I wasn't able to play a lot because I was doing a lot of roaming around and just kind of getting my feel for everything. It was only there for a couple of days where the event is really four days. So, so yeah, I was only there for two days, but, you know, I had a, had a fantastic time. Absolutely loved it. I'm looking forward to it. it was kind of a good precursor for me because I, I I am going to E3 and now E3 is maybe a different ball of wax, but I kind of I'm getting used to um, maybe what I have to do when I for when I get there. Uh, so, yeah, that is those are my packs thoughts. Now, if you have any specific questions, I can certainly try to answer them. Um, I was able to see Hellblade, which is, you know, I'm recording this on the 10th, which is a Wednesday and I believe that comes out tomorrow on the 11th. That game looked phenomenal. And you're already starting to see a lot more gameplay. Um, direct gameplay, direct feed gameplay. That game looks really, really good. Uh, and I hope it does well because I'd love to see more games done that well, look that good on the Switch. Uh, so, yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 looks phenomenal. Technically, I wasn't supposed to get any footage of any of those games, but I did get a little bit. Not nothing, nothing crazy. But yeah, those those are the games to really kind of kind of look out for. Like I said, if you have any specific questions, this is being streamed on YouTube. You can you can type it in the chat. I'll be more than happy to answer it. Um, but I will now uh, move on. So again, this is kind of a little bit of an older, uh, older news. I haven't been able to do the podcast for reasons of being sick and packs. And, and also, um, I'm, I honestly did not even mention it. I'm kind of alone by myself. Uh, Corey, unfortunately wasn't able to continue with the podcast. He will be missed. Um, but unfortunately, like I said, he, he won't be able to continue. So for the, for the future, it may just be me. I'm not, not entirely sure. Uh, but that's, but that's what we have going on here. Anyways, time to move on. So we had a little bit of a, we can call this a mini direct. Um, if you're, if you're in the Twitter universe, you may know Wario 64. Now Wario 64 put up a few pictures. I'm sure he got this from a few folks that persona five switch is in the best buy employee system. Now I believe this has been since taken down. Um, 
since this. So it was Persona 5 Switch as well as the Metroid Prime Trilogy. Again, I think a lot of people can kind of see the writing on the wall with Persona 5. It, it has to be coming, right? I mean, it, it would only really make us kind of angry at this point if it, if it doesn't come uh, at this point. So, again, like I said, they, they've pulled the information there. It's still kind of in their system, I guess, if you can kind of... Best Buy employees know their system, obviously, that you can still find it in there. But also, actually, there was... Was there a link? I think there was a Link's Awakening. Oh, hang on, I have it right here. Yes, Link. Oh, I'm sorry, Link to the Past, um, which is the best Legend of Zelda game. Uh, don't at me for that. Yes, Link to the Past, Metroid Prime Trilogy, and the Persona 5S. So which one of those are you guys most interested in? Uh, for me, it's Persona. I have played all the others. I'm really wanting to play Persona 5. I would love to see how their Switch handles that. And yeah, so, I mean, no doubt about it. Persona 5. But, what I mean, some people haven't played Link to the Past, which is really, it's just too bad. Or Metroid Prime Trilogy. So, hopefully, this is kind of true. I mean, they did pull it from their systems pretty quick, so... It is it is a very good possibility we could be seeing those. So let's um, let's move on here. So we have some more Bioware Anthem news, as well as Fallout seventy six news. We cannot go an episode without mentioning these poor games. So Fallout seventy six, Dave. They've got some repair kits, and um, I believe you can get the repair kits in the game. Let me just read. This is from Kotaku. Late last week, Bethesda announced a new item would be coming to the game soon. Repair kits. Rather than waste resources repairing weapons and armor, players will be able to use these kits instead. There's a hitch. Players will only be able to buy them through the Fallout 76 micro transaction store so if you were in doubt that this was a pay to win sort of game this indeed is a pay to win exploit so now yes you can definitely definitely um speed up the process of your game this is a problem this is a major major problem in games in general, now with Fallout seventy six and their, I, I think at this point they're they're knee they're head deep or shoulders deep in it. They don't even care at this point. They're they're just going all out microtransactions, pay to win, whatever. I don't think anything they do at this point will will save them from this debauchery. It's just too bad because this could potentially affect potential sales future sales so we know nothing about starfield we we know very little about elder scrolls 6 i don't even want to talk about elder scrolls 6 because they shouldn't even have mentioned that to begin with that's just so far out in the future that was a little bit of fan service i think and it's just 
you know, don't don't even go there. You don't know. We don't know what game engine that's going to be on. We don't know what system that's going to what console that's going to be on. So please, I mean, seriously, I don't. What were you doing? But Starfield, I think, is more in production, certainly, than Elder Scrolls Six is at this point. So Starfield, what is that running on? How is it? Is it going to be MMO at all? I hope not. I hope it's a single-player experience. Bethesda, that is what you are good at. What are you doing? Stick with your single-player experience. Now, I know you're doing well with Elder Scrolls Online, but that's a very different than what you're doing with Fallout 76. You tried to make an MMO with Fallout 76, but it's, you mostly tried to make it as a single player experience, which kind of the mix, it just doesn't make, it doesn't make sense and it doesn't work. Obviously your game is broken. It's broken in the fact that there's no story. There's no narrative. There's no NPCs. There's, there's none of that. It's, it's, it is indeed a wasteland. You can't have a wasteland with an MMO. It doesn't make sense. So, again, you, you fudged it up. Fudged it up totally. Now, I did mention um, Anthem. Now, this isn't really new news. But Jason, Jason Schreier over at Kotaku um, has a really lengthy lengthy article regarding Bioware and how they went wrong with their game. It's a really good read. It's a really kind of lengthy read. I am not going to go over everything in here, but it goes, it goes from everything from the president of Bioware or e I don't know if he discusses EA, but it goes from the top of the the production crew there to the bottom. Everyone had something to say, and it was just not good. And I think a lot of it had to do with some pressure that EA was putting on Bioware, which is not how you make a game. You you got to make a game when it's ready. So, I mean, I understand what Anthem was trying to do. They're trying to make something new. And for the most part, I think it looks kind of, it looks okay. It looks all right. Um, but, you know, maybe it was Bioware trying to put a square peg in a round hole where they were just trying to be a little bit too ambitious with their project. But again, check out Kotaku with Jason Schreier's article, Bioware, how Bioware's anthem went wrong. Again, it's a kind of a lengthy read but a good read. So please, please, please check it out. So moving along, I kind of mentioned this in the discord channel regarding MMOs and what MMOs people would like to see on the switch. Now I didn't get as good as a response to it as I thought I would. And this kind of stemmed from the a conversation I had with some of my friends over at PAX. They mentioned they mentioned RuneScape and how it's on mobile and it's you know it's the classic version and it runs really well. So they're actually playing an MMO on their phones, 
why wouldn't they want to play an MMO on a Switch? It makes total sense. Now, I believe there are some MMOs on the Switch, but just not here in the U.S. I'm a selfish person. I want games to play here in the U.S., and I'm sure people in Europe or people in Australia or people other than in Japan, because they have access to it, um, I mean, technically everyone has access to it, but I don't know how to read Japanese. I want to play something in my native language, um, but I want to play something good. So who who wants to play an MMO? I, I feel like a lot of people would do it. And is there a current MMO that you would, or current, past or present, or whatever, that you would love to see on the Switch? Now, I joke about RuneScape. It looks terrible. I've played it. It is it is terrible. I mean, if you take off the nostalgia glasses, uh, it is a pretty bad-looking game for sure, or bad game in general. Now, my MMO experience is not that diverse. I have played Guild Wars, Guild Wars 2. I have played MapleStory. And I have played Elder Scrolls Online. So, again... Not a real diverse background when it comes to MMOs, but I do have fun with them. And I think a lot of people would have a lot of fun with them. So again, this was kind of all stemming from a conversation that I had with some friends at PAX, as well as an article, again, on Kotaku about the original EverQuest. Now, I know people who have played the original EverQuest. So this is article that states the original EverQuest has not aged well. But there have been other iterations of EverQuest that I think could probably work. So 10 years ago, this gentleman, this is uh, Mike Fahey, uh, wrote an article about story uh, about EverQuest, online, the online role-playing game. I was so obsessed with it, it cost me my job and a relationship. <laughs> Welcome to the MMO lifestyle. That's just, sorry, that's just me. Now I'm revisiting the game, playing on a new progression server, open to celebrate its 20th anniversary, and I can safely say I am in no danger of falling under its spell again. Old school EverQuest is rough, and I will have to agree. It looks janky. It looks rough. It looks polygonal. <laughs> it looks bad. And I actually, I do know, I have a relative, uh, a, a brother-in-law, who, a brother-in-law and a cousin-in-law, I guess, who played a ton of EverQuest, and, you know, it did cause problems. And I think a lot of people, even now, experience issues with, with MMOs because the games never end. They're ever-evolving. They continue on for forever. But, you know, it, it can be done with a small progression system, and uh, I think it, you can play it in small spurts. Something that always came to mind with me, and I would love to see something like this on the Switch. Something like Maple Story, or Maple Story Two. Wow, I said that kind of weird. Two, Maple Story Two. Um, I would love to see something like that on a Switch, and the Switch could handle that with with, with ease, no problems at all. You know. Me being selfish, I would love to see Guild Wars 2 or Elder Scrolls Online because, I mean, those are the ones I'm really kind of familiar with. I don't think you'll ever see World of Warcraft on a Nintendo Switch. That's just, that's pie in the sky stuff. We're never going to see that. 
if anyone's listening to this, please, what MMO would interest you the most? For me, MapleStory, Elder Scrolls Online, wh why couldn't that happen? I mean, I think it would play, it's a little degraded, it's a degraded version of Skyrim, essentially. I mean, obviously it's bigger than Skyrim, but in terms of quality, it's it's right there. It's right, right there. And Elder Scrolls Online is actually pretty fun. It really is. If you can get a group of friends with like with any MMO, if you can get a group of friends playing playing it, it's it's really cool. All right. Next story we have. Oh, this is really interesting. We have Octopath Traveler rated for the PC in Korea. The Game Rating and Administration Committee of Korea has rated Octopath Traveler for PC. The PC version is listed as published by Bandai Namco, which regularly publishes Square Enix titles in Korea. The RPG first launched in the Switch worldwide in July 2018. A smartphone prequel called Octopath Traveler Champions of the Continent is currently in development. And it goes on with um, with an overview of the Champions of Continent. This is an article on Jamatsu um, by Sal Romano. Uh, maybe he... Uh, yeah, so Sal Romano. So yeah, we have a... What I thought was going to be kind of... I mean, it technically is console exclusive. It's only been on the Nintendo Switch. But this is kind of multi-platform. So we have a multi-platform game that I thought was only going to be a single-platform game going to mobile, which Nintendo has already said they really want to get into that that universe. Um, so maybe this is they're, they're kind of whatever about this. But it's also going to PC now. I'm wondering if this is going to be a straight-up. Now it is say it does say PC port. I wonder if it's just going to be straight-up PC port. No additions, just kind of, here you go, same game. I hope that's the case, because if Nintendo fans are left in the dark and don't have anything, they'll probably rebel. Um, they'll, they'll, they'll complain for sure. Now, my thoughts about the game, you know, they're, they're whatever. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Octopath Traveler, but this is kind of a kick in the, in the shins here, I think. You know, again, like I said, my my thoughts that this would be just kind of a of a Nintendo exclusive. So this is already getting put out places. So I mean, this is just Korea at this point. So we'll see how far that goes. But more likely than not, it'll get it'll come here. It'll be everywhere. So I mean, it is good for them, no doubt about it. This is great for them, and and then I hope it only means that you know we'll see more titles like this from them but i also hope it doesn't mean that they're they were kind of discouraged with the sales or they're just they just want more sales because if they were discouraged with the sales that means it's a possibility we could see less of these titles which i hope is not the case so yeah octopath moving to the pc universe all right moving along here we have some moonlighter news uh, fairly, actually, I think this broke today uh, on the 10th. So there are a lot of people playing Moonlighter. In fact, 
they've announced they've sold 500,000 copies of Moonlighter. Let me just see where this is. I thought it was in this article. Ah, yes. Digital Sun Games and 11-Bit Studios have announced a new DLC for Moonlighter. The Between Dimensions DLC will be released sometime in the summer of 2019 for PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. The announcement of the DLC comes with news that the game has sold over 500,000 copies since its launch. I would love to know what the differences, what the differentiation there uh, between consoles were. I would love to hope that it was more on the Nintendo Switch, but I don't know. But it is really cool. Um, I This, I believe, was a Kickstarter game. And I hope they're not stuck in the Kickstarter trap that a lot of games do. So they, they, they come out with their game. And then what happens is they made all these promises for stretch goals and, and whatnot. So it kind of holds them up making the DLC, making, you know, this version, that version, making this artwork, this, you know, making all this extra stuff where they could be working on their next game. So again, I'm not sure because I didn't really follow this game in its Kickstarter form. So I don't know if this is one of the stretch goals or if they see that the game is doing really well, they just kind of want to create the DLC, which it would be, which is fantastic. I've heard nothing but great things about Moonlighter. So kudos to them. Very happy for them with the news that they've sold so many copies. And this uh, Between Dimensions sounds really interesting. So Between Dimensions will add new monsters that appear in the game's current dungeons, while a new interdimensional dungeon will challenge players with numer numerous powerful mini-bosses. So it does really kind of sound Cool. Now, it doesn't mention if, um, I'm trying to see, it doesn't mention if it's paid DLC or if it's free DLC. Um, that is not in this article here. And this article is on RP uh, Gamer by Alex Fuller. So, yeah, I'm not sure if it's paid DLC, but the game is currently on sale. And from, again, from what I've heard, it's a really fantastic game. So do check out Moonlighter. It may be something that you would like. Now, oh yes, I've talked about that. All right. So yeah, we've had a couple of movie trailers. Now, these movie trailers are in Japanese, I believe. But really interesting nonetheless. I'm picking these articles from Jamatsu. Uh, the two movies are Dragon Quest, Your Story, and Nino Kuni, um, I don't think it has a title yet. And these are both Sal Romano. This guy is, is taking over my show here. Um, so the Dragon Quest is really, it's based on Dragon Quest V. So if you're big into the Dragon Quest universe, V is the most, I think it's the most revered title of them all. I have never played Five, but again, this is kind of what I hear, and this is set to be out in, uh, with this Dragon Quest trailer, which you can watch on YouTube. This is set to hit Japanese theaters August second. Now, I hope there's a subtitled version, or um, I don't necessarily need a dub version because I'm I'm very used to watching international um, international movies it really doesn't bother to me to hear the native language in fact i prefer the native language 
with English subtitles. So I hope there is a subtitle version of this that will eventually come out because it really looks, it's a CG type of movie. And from what I've seen in the trailer, it looks really, really interesting. Now, the Nino Kuni uh, trailer is, is a little more animation over what Dragon Quest is. Dragon Quest, it looks like a CG, kind of like your Toy Story-esque where the Nino Kuni is more of an anime, kind of like a uh, cart cartoon, I guess. Uh, but again, also coming out in theaters in in Japan, in Japan. But again, same same type of deal. I really hope it's uh, subtitled because I want I want to get into this. And let me um, it is a Warner Brothers uh, with Nino Kuni. Warner Brothers has released the debut trailer for Nino Kuni anime movie, which will premiere this summer in Japan. So they're actually getting a couple of these great, great movies. Um, so yeah, take a look at, I think, yeah, this is on Jamatsu, Sal Romano. Just, I guess, look up all of his articles. I've covered them all uh, in the past week or two. So yeah, Nino Kuni. What else do we have here? All right, that's actually going to do it for news. Not too bad, not too bad. I did actually, I cut, quite a bit um of the news segment but that's okay all right so what have i been playing i've been playing if you go to my the youtube channel the switch rpg youtube channel i've been playing all sorts of stuff um still still into hard west i'm still into evil land 2 i'm most mostly done with them still putting out recordings of those now I am also playing. Oh, geez, what else? What else am I playing? Um, I was able to get a review copy of Steam World Quest. I will tell you. Unfortunately, I am not allowed to put any video content of it yet because a lot of people have broken the rules. And, and you know, I've been going back and forth with the developer. You know, I'm, I've been asking him what is allowed. What am I allowed to play? And he's like, you know what, if you can just hold off, not put anything because we're really kind of losing our steam that we wanted because this game comes out, I think in a couple of weeks. So he asked me not to put anything up, which is totally fine. I'm totally cool with, but this, this game is really, really cool. I, I am absolutely loving this game. It's a turn-based deck building game. If you, if you could think about it, but if you're in this, if you've seen the steam world universe, you know the characters, uh, what they will look like, and I think you can see some trailers. It's a, it's a really interesting game. I like the characters, so I've been playing a little bit of that. Now, um, I've all, like I said, Hard West, Evil Land Two, Steam World Quest. I really need to finish up Cosmic Star Heroin. I I've been sleeping on that for a, a while. But I've also been playing my time at Porsche. Now, there's been a lot of issues with my time at Porsche. I've had to do some stuff off screen. It just takes, because it takes forever. Not not necessarily the loading times. Yes, the loading times do eat up quite a bit of time. But just the the way the game is. So if I want to make... Right now, I'm making part of a bridge to get off of what I'll call Noob Island. I'm making a bridge. Those Just making those components take a while. And in my opinion, to watch something like that can be extremely boring. So, 
I've done I've done a few things like that off off screen, and just hopefully in the next episode I can kind of hit you with uh, with some some better stuff. Um, but yeah, those are those are the games I've been playing, pretty much. Yeah, I I can't think of anything else. So, um, what have you guys been playing? Anything good? Anything new? Because we do have quite a bit coming out coming up. Um. This week we have Vaporum coming up. If you need to see a little snippet of that, we do have something uh, on that on the YouTube channel. I believe it's like a half hour clip. Vaporum. They were actually at PAX East. Um, I talked to them a little bit. And uh, Shadowgate also comes out tomorrow. Now, this is listed in the Switch la- switchlist.app website, which is what I'm using. Um, labels it as an RPG. This is a RPG light. Um, I have I I initially played this game on the NES, then I played it on the PC. Uh, this is essentially a PC port that you're that will be getting on the Switch. Now with Shadowgate, it is a kind of point and click. Um, I guess you could call it RPG light, um, but it's more of a point and click puzzle kind of game. I liked it. I liked the the music, and I think with the port here, you'll be able to go from the classic NES style over to the new style, which is kind of interesting. I believe you can. <laughs> anyway, I, I I hope I'm not speaking incorrectly here, but I think you can do that, or it might just I know you can do the at least the music. I'm just not sure about I. I'm pretty sure that graphically you can change that too. But anyways, Shadowgate comes out. Um, also, Reigns Game of Thrones. Now, we got Game of Thrones coming out this week. It's 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 uh, the la- the final season debuts. So we do have Reigns Game of Thrones coming out. The Demon Crystal, as well. Now these are all coming out on the 11th. That's that's quite a bit. And then we got a Dark Room on the 12th which is a couple days here from here. The big hitter. Oh, the big hitters is uh, my time at Porsche. That's the 16th. So in about a week's time. And then the biggest hitter is Final Fantasy X and X2. I think this is going to do really, really well. And I hope it does really well um, because it, it, it looks it looks really good. So that's it for sales for the week upcoming even next next week i'm looking and and that's even nuts that's even like crazier because there's like three games i want there oh boy backlog it's ridiculous anyways so yes ladies and gentlemen we want to hear from you listener questions now i did answer one of them about what surprised me the most in a good way that and that was that was Bless Unleashed, the Xbox exclusive. Um, I don't know who's developing that. It does look like a Bandai game, but I have no idea who it is at the, off the top of my head. Now, we do have a question from uh, Mr. DJ Atkins. Again, this is on the Discord server. So if you ever want to ask a question, reach out on the Discord server. It's discord.switchrpg.com. Or you can hit me on Twitter at the Nerd Basement, Or you can email our our Twitter at switch RPG either way. Anyway, feel free to do it. 
So DJ Atkins asks, what do you think about the new Legend of Zelda leak slash rumors? And what Stealth had to say about the chances? Now, I, I, I'd i have to go back into the Twitterverse and, and find a tweet that Stealth had, which is near impossible because that dude just doesn't stop tweeting. Uh, there's no way I'd be able to find that. And finding a tweet that someone had two weeks from two weeks from now or two weeks ago that's not happened you can't search for tweets so unfortunately i wasn't able to tie this question to a tweet about uh, about stealth but apparently he said uh he, he said something about the chances which i don't know what it is i've already discussed the legend of zelda rumors as well i think having a link to the past would be really really cool i don't know if it's a straight up port like what we have on the SNES classic I will not say SNES because that sounds disgusting uh, so the SNES classic I don't know if it'll be something straight up there I mean why would Best Buy even have that it, it, you know would they release that as a physical version it just doesn't make any sense that's such a a small game I mean it is a huge game don't get me wrong but to have a physical version of that on a cart, it doesn't make any sense to me. So is it a remake? Is it a remake like Link's Awakening? I don't know. That would be awesome. I would accept that. I would accept a Link's Awakening slash um Link's Awakening slash Link to the Past kind of remake in the same in the same cart. Are you kidding me? Who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want that? I think any anybody in their right mind would want that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what my thoughts are on on Zelda. I, I I don't I don't see I don't see a link to the past being a physical version. It's just it's it just wouldn't make sense to me. But I hope I hope it's there. I hope that that we see something. So unfortunately, I don't have a uh, side quest today. I don't have an off-topic uh, side quest. Uh, but be sure if you guys have any ideas, uh, be sure to let me know. Uh, so yes, that's going to wrap up episode 46 of the Switch RPG podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you everyone who sent in their questions and comments. Keep them coming, posting in our podcast thread. I mentioned that so many times and via Twitter. Remember, you can listen to the show each and every Thursday or Friday at SwitchRPG.com. Or you can subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. If you're listening on an app, please give us a rating and review. Your support would be amazing. And also, don't forget, if you would like to watch us record live, subscribe to the YouTube channel where we record the podcast live Wednesdays at eventually. Okay, we'll just, we're not going to give you a specific time, unfortunately. Um, but most of the time, we try to go for 930 eastern standard time and if you like what you hear remember you can head over to the patreon.com slash switch rpg throw us a dollar or two if you can if not no worries you being part of the community here at switch rpg means the world to us and finally remember you can head over to switch rpg for all your nintendo switch rpg needs until next time yeah until next time <laughs> i got nothing snazzy to say there this is all new to me so yeah thank you for joining goodbye